Hey, 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 welcome back to the Passive Buddies podcast. And I am the host, Brian, and we've got Brandon merrily typing away there as our co-host. And today we are covering whose financial advice do you listen to? What do you do when the dream of an online business makes you work harder than a day job would? The answer, you build passive income. On the Passive Buddies podcast, we cover the myths behind passive income and how to build true financial and time freedom. Welcome to the Passive Buddies podcast. Now, Brandon, before we start, I couldn't, I really struggled to get through that intro. I have at least one a week. And for this one, do you remember the um, the podcast we've done a couple of, couple of episodes ago where you're talking about the intros and it's always the same? I was like, I went, hey, hey, hey. And I literally, I literally went to start laughing. I was like, <laughs> Um, so yeah, managed to keep it together and then just tell you all about it anyway. <laughs> well, that, that's good. I'm glad you're all good, able to keep it together. That's a very important matter. Um, it's an improvement. <laughs> we, well, we also, um, I want to note that we are not financial advisors. We do not give financial advice. Anything we say is um, just for entertainment uses only. And all of that good content that's... Um, just don't listen to two internet people because uh, do your own research because we're not held liable for your dumb mistakes. And so I love, I love that. So but with you, and you can basically say that in like every episode with you around, I am never getting sued. So this is awesome. <laughs> uh, well, obviously I don't know your laws and uh, but, you know, they're also saying like um, there are people say that in their clauses and people are being um, sued left and right. So Mm. Who knows? Um, obviously, like we are just things I can only say what I've done. I can't speak for everyone. So um, that's why we always say like we don't even have a case study on the Toro arbitrage um, because I haven't done it. And I wanted to preface that. So um, that's um, yeah. And if you haven't watched that episode, that was a pretty good episode. Actually, it was a great episode. You should definitely go subscribe to the channel and watch that episode also because that is it's pretty neat little uh, side hustle, one could say. But uh, to get back to financial uh, advice and who we listen to and what groups we're part of and that sort of thing, do you have any ones off the top of your head that you can uh, name off? Okay, so financial people I listen to. So Or groups or, um, or methods. So financial people I listen to, um, he's sat there drinking coffee in a pink cup, which is slightly concerning, but he's there. Um, so, or tea. Um, but yeah, obviously, I listen to yourself. Obviously, I've watched you over the last few years, and this isn't just like a plug for you. It's like I've watched you for the last few years. I've gone through your course, and obviously some of the stuff in there, mate, is, is gold. It's absolutely gold, especially from a financial management side of things, um, and not getting yourself in, like, over leveraged was the term you used in an early yeah. podcast. I think that's absolutely incredible. Um, then from there, in terms of financial people, there's, there's so many different methods. There's like, there's the tight ass method. There's the what's that? The tight ass method. Where don't don't spend anything. Oh, that's me. <laughs> to a degree, it is, but <laughs> like people go like ridiculous to it. Yeah, um, yeah. like go, going and shopping and, and buying coupons just to get more money off, and, and like right. there's. With financial advice, there's and with financial gurus and methods. Again, I think it goes back to again the business statement that I made in a podcast, not last one, the one before, about lifestyle. Like, 
you've got to balance it out whether it is like whether you want to be the frugal guy who wears the same same color top every single day and it probably costs them three dollars per top and that's it and like all those decisions and everything's removed if you want to be that type of guy then that's absolutely fine if it suits you if not then you've got to look at different other other methods like some people love like you love to go out for food like you love to go out for dinner. like your stories are always you're eating somewhere and the food always just looks amazing so you are the frugal guy but yet you've got a lifestyle as well so there's differences like i've got a friend and i absolutely love him to bits but he is very much like for instance like the dave ramsey like like count the pennies and the pound walk after themselves type scenario and sometimes i look at it and go that's absolutely fantastic you'll never be in debt i was like what are you enjoying things Right. And it's getting that balance, I find, that is probably the hardest thing when it comes to finances. So yeah, I, I definitely ag- agree. And I I am, like you said, I, I like, I don't go out to, I don't spend money on like materialistic things. Um, I, I Like you said, I'm the guy who wears the same top all the time and um, wears the same like clothes. And I just, I, I just grab something and put it on. Um, and I don't go shopping because I don't have to worry about, you know, what the, what I want to wear or what it looks like. Um, because that's one less thing I have to think about. And mm. if I, if it's one thing less off my mind of what am I going to wear today or what fits or whatever, then, um, that's that extra energy that is that brain power that's not being used for that, um, goes towards business. I eat the same food all the time, like eggs in the morning, like, Boom, already done. Uh, chicken rice or chicken vegetables uh, for the afternoon. So it's like very, very easy. It's like the same three meals all the time. I enjoy it. And it's just less to think about. But, so that's like more of a, a mindset trick, I guess, versus um, anything because it's the same stuff. But as far as um, what I spend money on, it, it is those food, those experiences with my wife or going on vacation with my wife. Um, because I find that to be more valuable uh, than the actual piece of article of clothing or the um, newest, latest car or whatever it is. Um, that's why I still don't have a Tesla. So I'm going to win a Tesla. Um, Let so, someone else you know, pay for it. Exactly. And so, and then make money from it. And we'll go into detail more about that, um, about the 90 day cash flow challenge, which we have a update on that. Um, in a few episodes, so definitely check that out. But um, because it's been going really, really well. But as far as types of people I listen to, you mentioned Dave Ramsey. I don't follow his advice. Um, he talks about not getting credit cards. I I think that if you are if you are someone who's very struggling, where you have a bunch of credit card debt and you have a bunch of um, just you're not good finance, like you're not in a good financial situation. I think the very, like very basic stuff he's very good at. Like you should not use your credit cards if you leave a balance every single time mm. um, because you're paying, you know, 20, 25%. Um, and that is like a huge return for the, like the banks. And that is a very shitty situation for anyone else. And mm. so, it just, I mean, if you look at the power of compounding, and at 25%, that's just like crazy. And so, I mean, just to give you an example, I we have we use the line of credit. I um I think it's 
uh, actually it's like 10.8%. I used $10,000 of it. And I think every day I was paying $4. So every, every day I had an extra $4 was being spent on my credit card. So in, of just interest to the bank. So you can only imagine what double that is, so eight dollars, and then obviously is that that if you don't pay that down, it just compounds into nine dollars the next day because it's um, it's growing exponentially. So it's compound interest, and you know what um, Albert Einstein? Well, he probably didn't say this. I think if we fact checked it, people would say it's he didn't say this, but it's a, like ninth wonder of the world, and so that's why we f- are so focused on recurring income and buying assets is because. Compound interest is the ninth wonder of the world of how rapidly money grows. Mm-hmm. And so um, I don't really live to go back. I, that's why I really don't listen to Dave Ramsey because he gets you to ground zero. But if you want to go, you know, scale in wealth and net worth and status, then he's not the person. To listen to. And so people there, I mean, I don't, I can't name of any people off the top of my head because I, I, Follow oh, Brandon Turner if you want to learn about real estate um, and bigger pockets and that sort of thing. But there's a there's levels to the game, and so it's once you have your debt paid off and all your uh, credit cards paid off, and you're getting travel points and you're paying those off every single month, you can pretty much travel for free, live the financial freedom style, start investing in real estate to buy back your time because with time assets grow, plus plus it increases cash flow. So I try and get, I learn from a, a, a wide variety of people. So like the fire method is where you're people that believe in being financially free and uh, retiring early. And then they have different kind of um, frameworks that you should fall into. Like you shouldn't have, you should build this much. You should invest this much to have this much passive income a year at this, um, this age, you should have this much saved. So like there's a, a roadmap in a way. Um, there's so many different, like I think we said on the last podcast, there's so many ways to make money. There's so many ways to retire and there's so many ways to um, be financially secure uh, in a direction. Then, But the biggest thing is just making sure that you don't accumulate a lot of debt because mm-hmm. if you do, uh, sorry, bad debt, because if you do, you're going to, um, you're going to, be a struggle all your life um, unless you go by the method like say Robert Kiyosaki who believes in having a lot of good debt which is goes hand in hand with obviously real estate um, leveraging business leveraging stocks so all, all these different people will have great advice um, it's just using it and you said in a way that surrounds your business as you, you, surrounds your lifestyle so build your financial situation build your business around your lifestyle, because that's what's going to be, uh, make you the most happy and allow you to actually live the life that you want versus living it on someone else's terms. I think that's the biggest thing. And it's like, there's so many different ways to do it. And obviously you mentioned Robert Kiyosaki, obviously the author of Rich Dad Poor Dad. And that, I think that the way that sort of scenario is played out is like employee to self-employee to bit like business owner, and then leveraging the business to then buy assets and leveraging the business income to then go get loans to buy more assets and, and all, all that type of thing. It can be it can be very lucrative, but you've got to play a clever game as well. Like and you I've used the term in this one and another one 
you talk about being over leveraged. So like if things go downhill, if say like two tenants come out or a business isn't doing well, like you can, cause you can use a business to buy businesses, which is then effectively buys more cash flow right. and all those different type of things. But you're very clever in terms of like you make sure you, if one or two businesses are having a bad month or like no tenants in there for a couple of months, you are not in a position where you cannot pay those bills. So you always make sure that you're not over leveraged, which is a clever, clever way of doing the, for instance, the, the Kawasaki method where like you just obviously leverage other things to buy more things. So you've got to play clever as well as follow these methods and do what you feel is right for you and your family. And if it is the, if it is the don't use credit cards and like scale at your own or grow at your own pace when like it, you're all got done ready. Okay. You might make it when you're 75 and that's great. Right. It, but that's your choice. And right. don't feel any pressure to go any other way. The only thing I'd say is just make sure you make recurring income. Yeah, recurring income. I mean, that's how, if you think about it, like real, everything is recurring. Your bills from your insurance to your phone to your internet to your mortgage for 30 years. And even then you're paying property tax, at least in the United States. And so it's always recurring. So why wouldn't you grow a business that's not recurring or like in general? Because one, it, what it does is you talk about being over leveraged. So if you have 10 units, let's just say, and one tenant falls off, you're going to have to come up with the extra money. And if you're the, the sum of your units don't like oversee that and is able to, to absorb that cost, then that's going to come out of your pocket. Uh, essentially it all comes out of your pocket, but um, you want to make sure that you're having other people uh, pay down those mortgages, just like you want to make sure that you have your businesses that are taking up your time, uh, be able to pay for your lifestyle. And that's why we believe in creating recurring income, because there gets to a certain point that the business is the one creating the cash flow, and you can take yourself out of the business. And now you're working on the business instead of in the business. And so in doing so, you're able to have enough money to then buy assets or to um, protect your over leveraged assets because you have enough um, cushion from your recurring income business. And it just, it creates stability and it keeps, uh, creates a, a steady stream to protect any assets that you have that are long-term. And so you just keep using that cash flow to in your business to buy more income producing assets and you uh, protect your downside. So like people will buy bonds, um, even though the, the interest rate is very very low. It's it's obviously packed by the government. So in doing so, if you have enough bonds to cover your backside or your your risk, then um, you know you you really have, don't have any means to worry. And there's other things like we can get into insurance and like you said, buying businesses. Uh, so there's all sorts of ways that you can protect your your downside, especially in troubling times like this. Awesome. Okay, guys. So basically, in summary, it's decide what's right for you. So go out and, and listen to snippets of everyone's advice and then go down the rabbit hole of something that you feel will fit your lifestyle, your mindset and your way of becoming financially free. Um, as Brandon always says in all podcast, it, there's there's no guarantees in life. Um, and that's one that makes it interesting. But two, just make sure you manage your risk as well. I think that's a grand idea. Okay, guys, so thank you so much for tuning in to today's Passive Buddies podcast, and we will see you on the next episode. Peace.